Are you here? Oh, yes, you are indeed, without question, without doubt, absolutely, positively, you are here. And welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. Boy, are we excited to present today's interview from the radio archives with Calypso Rose. She's called the heart and soul of the Caribbean. Now, this program was originally broadcast in 2008. So who is Calypso Rose? Uh Uh-huh. She is the undisputed queen of Calypso. Calypso Rose hails from Tobago and started composing songs around the age of 15, and she's written over 800 songs to date. Her songs have been covered all over the world in many languages, including American star Bonnie Raitt. Her immortal song, Fire and Me Wire, has gone down in history as a Calypso anthem. Calypso Rose has been recognized by lots of organizations and countries and nations throughout the world, including when she received the Medal of Merit from the Trinidad and Tobago governments by order of Her Royal Majesty Queen Elizabeth of England. Her credits are numerous, but you can tell her appeal. It's in her lovable nature. While catching up with Paul after a rehearsal in the Virgin Islands, she shared the story of her life. Through Calypso music, she has seen the world and accomplished more than anyone could ever imagine. This interview you're about to hear shows her bountiful enthusiasm for life, her sense of humor. She even sang to us. You'll be glad you listened to this interview. Hey, Really quick, we want to thank any of you, all of you, who are patrons of the Spoken Word and Independent Media. Or maybe you'd just like to be one of those people who helps spread the gift of stories. Uh Uh-huh. Just visit www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. And we thank you for contributing and supporting. Well, now it's time to hear from Calypso Rose, an artist recognized all over the world, known for blazing the trail for many modern female and male Calypso singers. As she tells the story of her life and songs, we ask that you latch on to her optimism and thirst for life. It is infectious. Join Calypso Rose as she makes the story of Calypso Come alive. On this episode, we are welcoming a legend. This episode's special guest is the legendary heart and soul of the Caribbean, the mother of Calypso, born MacArthur Lewis, publicly known as Calypso Rose. She is the undisputed Calypso Queen. Welcome, Calypso Rose. Hi. Happy to be with you all today. Thank you for joining us. It is a pleasure. So welcome. Most stories start best from the beginning, so I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about where you were born. Yes. I was born in a small island, 116 square miles called Tobago. I was born in a, in a village called Bethel, that is near the Mount Turbin Golf Course. And I came from a family of 13, where my father was a spiritual Baptist minister, and my mother was just a housewife. I am the fifth child of 13. And I was not born MacArthur Lewis. I was born MacArthur Sandy. I was married Lewis. And if I give you the history of the Sandy and Tobago where I came from, 
I am one of the offspring of the slave Sandy that led the revolution in Tobago in the 17th century to free and burn down the governor general house to free the slaves. Hence the reason in Tobago, they have every year at midnight uh, on the 31st of July, coming to one second after midnight, they do have that slavery abol abolished day. And they, what they did, they start with Bullifay, which is um, incendiary, incendiary device, which they call the Bullifay with the kerosene in bamboo joints, along with cloth wick and light it and, and marching and they're singing fire, fire in the wire, which is one of my immortal songs, which has been sung in eight different languages and been recorded 288 times. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about that song. That, as you said, it has gone down to become a Calypso anthem, really. I was in the Virgin Islands in Croy in 1965. I was in the shower one day, one morning, and then uh, this melody just hit me, and I just started singing. And then all I could visualize seeing in Trinidad, where there's lots of Indian, 99% of Indians, and way in the country, way down deep south, they had um, like huts, and like one person living like two miles, three miles, and this old, old lady living, living in, in her hut is being made out of coconut leaves. They call it um, coconut branches. And the house caught a fire. That, that was my visualization. And then she had to run to her nearest neighbor, which was Ram Singh. And she called in Ram Singh, fire, fire, in me wire, wire. Ay, 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 oy, oy, oy. And as you know, I used to live in, in St. Croix years ago. And St. Croix has more um, neighboring um, residents from Puerto Rico. So I had learned a bit of the Spanish. So I said, Ben Acapapito, dame mucho agua, hitoto. That means come here, Pepe. Give me plenty of water because it's heat for two. And I never knew that that song would have taken off. And then I had forgotten the first verse. And when I arrived in Barbados, 1965, for the Christmas, this song came back to me again. And then I wrote the second verse because I was heading to Trinidad for the carnival in 1966. And when I head to Trinidad, I wrote the, the third verse. So I think that the different islands have created a dynamic which it has been deemed now international. And that song is still blazing the place. Wow, that's quite a story. So tell us, what got you writing songs? I know you've written over 800 songs. About 800. 1955, I grew up in Trinidad as an adopted child with my aunt, my, my uncle's wife. And she had sent me... At age 15, I used to do this Sunday groceries. And, you know, people from the island like their meat fresh on Sunday morning. So she sent me in the market in, in Trinidad, somewhat, they call it crazy. And I saw an incident. And when I saw the incident, I saw that a, guy, a lady was bawling, teeth, 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 and running and holding her head, bawling. And I saw this guy running through, running, bouncing down everything, going through the, the gate. And when I do investigate it, it was that uh, this guy stole the lady pair of eyes, glasses. So then I wrote, well, to be Gonian boys, to be Gonian boys, stay in your island and rear your falls. Jane went into the market to buy piece of ice. 
Then our fellows must be glasses from off the eyes. And then my aunt, and then I went back home to Tobago in 19, in 1956 on vacation. And that is where the late Dr. Eric Williams had just won the election for Trinidad and Tobago. And um, there was a Calypsonian there by the name of Woolsey. And Woolsey introduced me to the um, council. In those days, it was the council, the council there. Because uh, um, Trinidad, Tobago had been governed by the government of Trinidad and Tobago. So all the main head office and bandit was in Trinidad. And as he introduced me there to, to the council, when Dr. Williams came to speak to the people of Tobago in September, when he won the election, they asked me to sing. And I sang the, the glass teeth. And then Dr. Williams said, you are very good. You should be in Trinidad in the Calypso tent. So when I went back to Trinidad, I told my aunt what Dr. Williams had said. And she said, well, if doctors say you're good and you feel to think, go ahead. So then I, I investigated and I found the mighty spoiler. The mighty spoiler was said in the original Young Brigade on Nelson Street. And I went upstairs there and I spoke to the tent managers. It was Mr. Spike, Mr. Piggy. In, well, that, well, that was their nickname. Well, one of their names was Mr. Taylor, Sylvester Taylor. He was the manager of the Calypso tent there. And I sang the song for them, and then I had another song called Can Can. And Squella said, we want her in our tent. We want her in our tent. And from there, I, from there, I started. From there, I started. I really enjoyed the parts of the interview that you sung. It's very entertaining. I really appreciate the enthusiasm that you have. Oh, yes. Thanks a lot. So tell us about the musicians in the Caribbean that influenced you. Well, um, when I was small in Tobago, the only place we used to get music from is from um, Texas, Venezuela, and those places. They never used to get music from Trinidad in Tobago. In those days, they got a radio, they got to have a bamboo, a long pole with a wire and 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 put it on car battery, put it on the pole. So we should get music from way, 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 way out of out of the Caribbean. But Amelia Jackson was was my favorite. Amelia Jackson was my favorite, favorite entertainer. But there was no one of the Caribbean that influenced me. Because Kitchener was in um, England. Kitchener had left Trinidad years ago. The Mighty Sparrow started in 56. I started in 55. I never been to school to read or write music, not to play any musical instrument. But my grandfather, who is from Grenada, used to play the quattro. And as small, I used to look at his fingers, how the fingers move, and the frets, and the and the keys, and the what. And I start going into start strumming, and then it used to sound very good to my ear. Then when I went in Trinidad from '89, I start watching how. These guys would move the fingers until my aunt bought me a quattro and I start playing. Then she upgraded to a guitar and then I start playing the guitars. Then I branch up to the keyboard. But I would not say there is no Calypsonian musician in the Caribbean when I started in 1955 has influenced me. I travel on my own. What about now? I know that there's a lot of great music coming out. Oh, but... yes. A lot of great music. The Maddie Sparrow came in 86. And the Maddie Sparrow have, have educated a lot of people in the Caribbean. The doctors say you must, you, you, you got to pay as you earn. 
you have spoken about the Queen of England. The Magic Sparrow is a dynamic entertainer, dynamic composer, and I admire his great work for what he has done for the other entertainers throughout his years. He has opened the doors, like myself, for the Queen Clitonian. So to me, the Magic Sparrow one of the greatest. The Lord Kitchener, I used to listen to his calypso when he sent it down from, from England years ago, and as he's, he's deceased right now, and to me, he's, he was also one of the greatest. And the Magic Spoiler was one of the greatest entertainers that I've ever met. I remember the Magic Spoiler used to open a, a, a box of matches. In those days, they call it the three plume box of matches. Put it off on the table. And he used to be picking up one in his finger and breaking it. And while he's breaking it, he's writing through his head. I've never seen Spoiler wrote a calypso in a copybook. Hmm. Like how we do, we write never. He will break the matches and compose. Break it, break it, break it. That's what I could. Well, well, for the youngsters now today, I admire Marshall Monsanto for what he has done all the years from age 12. He stood in there and he has converted the music to a dynamic international um, influx on the on the young generation, even the old generation, and I admire him. And now we have a lot of female calypsonians coming out now. Um, and not now, female calypsonians have been trying to blaze the trail. I was in Denmark one year in 88 at a pub they call it Fashing. It was a jazz club. When my agent and we pulled up that night, there was a lot of fire brigade around the building, and I asked Mr. Black, I said, Mr. Black, what is happening? Like, like they have fire around here. Well, when we went in backstage, he asked the owner of the club, he says, the people in Denmark heard that the fire lady is in town, so the fire brigade can buy in the case of eventuality of a fire. And that was so, and that, <laughs> and that was so amazing. And that night, I saw a female, white, Danish woman. She was singing fire, fire in the wire and lots of my calypso. Wow. Thank you very much. <laughs> we have a lot of, lot of, we, we had calypso princess. Uh, no, we are singing Francine. We, are, we, we had singing Diane. There were so many female calypso that came out. Now we have this singer from Barbados. We had them all in, all over. I just came back from Jamaica at a place they call um, Portland, Portland Jazz Fest. And, uh, I mean, sorry, Portland Jerk Fest Festival. And there are female Calypsonians now all over the world. There is one from Japan who is singing Fire Fire in Japanese. And, and I'm so happy and proud to know that I have stood in there all the years and did not bury my talent in the soil when the church groups were behind me in the 60s why are you singing Calypso? Hmm. Calypso is a man's domain. Get out of Calypso. I say, let me tell you something. I say, the Lord has given me a talent, and I would not be like the foolish virgin and bury it in the soil. And thank God I did not, because there are a lot of female Calypsoians who are right now getting the glory of Calypso Road by she opened, opened the door. We are singing Sandra. We have a lot of, right now in St. Thomas, say we have a singer, Francine, who is from Barbados. She's on the cast with us for, for the big um, carnival 2008 in St. Thomas, the Ice. One woman, uh, an American woman that obviously liked your your music is the American artist. Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt, who covered your Bonnie song. <laughs> Bonnie Raitt sang, uh, 
<laughs> I could understand why a woman must have an outside man. <laughs> when I heard her um, portray of where she could do, I said, go ahead on girl. She really do something that tune. And Bunny Ray did that tune on, um, on, on Warner Brothers. And she did a fantastic job of that tune. I could understand why a woman must have an outside man. A man just want to run like rat. And have a wife to abide by that. And every night he's having a poor. And when he reaches, he's not kissing his wife at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, um, <laughs> that is so unique. That is so great. It has to be amazing to have all these people that, that love your music. And you are one of the most awarded and honored figures. Well, I feel very great to know that the people in the world are listening to me despite all my struggles. And I feel great to know that I could bring joy into their hearts and to their home. And I have to thank one of my greatest producers that I've worked with, Mr. Eddie Grant. I have to thank him very, very kindly. His birthday was not long ago, and he has really worked with me, and they've done a very good job with me. I want to thank him very, very much. And I feel happy to know that, and I'm still receiving awards. I'm still receiving, I just received a award from the House of Congress. I received a Lifetime Achievement, uh, Marcus Garvey, Bob Marley Cultural Award, and uh, from the Queen of England, and I'm still receiving awards, awards. What I am saying now, I doesn't have any space anymore in my houses to put awards. Please <laughs> give me the money. <laughs> I, I respect that. Please give Calypso Rose the money. <laughs> there is no more space. Uh, okay, I have spoken to um, Tobago, Tobago um, at the library. Tobago Library has just opened up um, a new library, and I have spoken to them to make a space in one of their new wings to have all my awards shipped from New York, LA, and Trinidad to the Tobago. Libraries, so people, national citizens, visitors, kids who do not know me, mothers who will be making kids in the future, will go there and see something of their daughter. They'll go there and see something of Calypso Rose and brighten their hearts to know when I pass through this gate who Calypso Rose was. It'll be an interesting exhibit. I've never yes. been to the Caribbean, so when I get down there, maybe I will see it. Yes, so, so. Well, what do you like most about the Caribbean? Well, the Caribbean is, is, is a very safe place. Like, I, I work on the cruise ship, like, three. I work with a company called the Bartlett Celebration at Sea, and we work, like, January, February, and August all over the Caribbean. And I tell people I do not want to go to Europe. And my company asked me to do um, the cruises in the, in the Med, and I told them, no, the most safest place is the Caribbean. The Caribbean people, they are so fun-loving, they are happy people, they're just full of sunshine. Look, I came down here, and I went to a store there today in Salatamali, and the door was closed, and I pushed the door open, it's a store, and I'm saying, hello, hello, anybody here? There's nobody there, but the door is open. And the Caribbean is very, very safe a place, lovely beaches, lovely, if you like, lovely seafood, white sand, the people are friendly, the government. Uh, the government of the Caribbean, they are very nice functional bodies. 
and I will encourage anybody to visit the island. And um, when when talk about music in Jamaica, you got the reggae, the putiska. You go to the French territory, which is Guadeloupe, Dominica. I, I mean, I mean Guadeloupe, Saint Louis, Guadeloupe and Martinique. You got the Zouk, and then the neighboring, which is Saint Louis, Dominica. They got the broken down family, the Papua, and you go to Grenada, which is my grandfather's country. It's very, very nice. The Caribbean is very safe. They got lots of music, lots of entertainment, and you could be free to walk anytime, day or night. And the people are loving that. Don't talk about the food. The food is great. So come on down to the Caribbean anytime for sunshine. And the climate, we only have um the, the two climate in the Caribbean, which is the dry and the wet. The dry season is the dry season, and the wet season is the rainy season. One day I'll get down there, that's for sure. Please do. <laughs> well, you mentioned Eddie Grant earlier. He produced, You're... we did about five TV. One is um, Juju Warrior. And then we had another one called Tobago. Then we had Soka Diva and another one. But we have been working with Kalam Goddard, Charlie Root. He used to be the musical director for the recordings. Fantastic. You mentioned the album Soka Diva. I really like that. It's a great record. Thank you very much. The song that you have, I Am Back, I like that song. I am back and hot like fire, so give me the road, give me the road. When I move, I'll be spitting fire. Yes, I'm talking about Carnival. On Carnival Monday and Tuesday, that's all we do on the road. I am back, so give me the road. Let the pan man play the music. Let the brass man play the music. And let the mass revelers enjoy themselves with the costume and the music. So I want the road because I want to be the road mass queen. One of the other songs on the album that we just played recently, we welcomed the Lord Burgess on the program. Yeah. Uh, we played the song, Me No Want. Me No Want, Me No Want, Me No Want, Me No Want, No Married Man. As you know, the Caribbean, these guys are so hot down here. I don't know if it's the temperature or if it's kind of food that they eat. we are eating down here. But the Caribbean men have the wife and they want three, four, not, not, not one. They want two, three, four, five outside girlfriends and they lie to them constantly. It happened to me before. So then I wrote that is the worst thing for a, a woman to go and pick up a married man. And the first thing they lie to you and say, Oh, you only in the same house, but we don't sleep together. I don't want to. <laughs> they're going to divorce. And this thing is a big lie. <laughs> and when you're looking for them to come, you, you cook the meal with candles on the table, and you're looking for them. Forget it. They're home with their wives, hugging up their wives, and you they're drooling and crying. That's the true fact. And you know, like who? Like Mr. Spencer, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a woman... As a female, I always think um, for other female also. Hence the reason I've written so many calypsos for female to open their eyes, you know, because there has to be someone there who has a voice and who could speak for them. Because we, the Calypsonians, are the mouthpiece of the nation. We, the Calypsonians, are the reporters. But the only thing we do, we, we report it in song. Like the newspaper will write but we will report it in song. Very interesting. Thank you very much. So tell us about the latest record that you have. Okay, the latest record that I have is a, is a record, um, it's called Senior Citizen Day. Next week, Saturday, the April 27th, I'll be 68 years of age. 
And I figure that there are no Calypstone has, has ever written anything about the seniors. They were here before us. They are the ones who kept us, who uh, aligned us. They are the ones who toil. So I figure that we, the entertainers, should pay homage for these seniors. Put them up there on a pinnacle. I'm going to sing, I'm going to sing a part for you. How long people suffer? Remain in a corner. Nobody remember grandma and grandpa. Put them in a room like a banner broom. Put them in a nursing home, leaving them alone. Clear the way this is senior citizen day. You and yet this is senior citizen day. We skating. We suffering. Jiggy jiving. Cahooting. All over town, tell them, senior citizen, come it down. And I think this is a very, a very unique song for the seniors. Hence the reason the Carnival Committee of St. Thomas AI has brought me down to do the big festival on Saturday. And next week, Monday, next Tuesday, on the 22nd, I'll be on the truck in Salata, Mali with the senior citizens. That will be their day. I really look forward to hearing the record. And another thing, there is a company in France called um, and Trinidad. I have been to France in December to do um, a recording uh, with EMI, Virgin Record, guy by the name of Terry. And um, that is hoping to be released sometime in October with a series of, of tours um, all over Europe. Some of the songs are my composition. And one of the songs is Rita Franklin. It's a mixture of uh, songs on the album. Here a little prayer by Rita, Rita Franklin. And Under the Mango, Under the Mango Tree that James Bond did in uh, one of his movies, Dr. No, and lots of other tunes. So that will be uh, released sometime in October with a series of shows starting in France. I hope I get to see you sing someday in person. There's an Indian program there in Atlanta, and the guy's name is Joel, and I will be doing a performance for him on May the 19th in Atlanta. I will keep you in Comaricado. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> well, that'll be exciting. I would love to see that. Oh, yes, sir. Just out of curiosity, there are a couple of, of one not born in Trinidad and one born in Trinidad that musicians that I really, I really love. Mr. Ralph McDonald. Oh, yes, he's great. Woo! <laughs> Ralph on that piano. Oh, my God. Ralph McDonald. Yeah. Well, we did part of the recording in Trinidad. There are the new project there from France. We live the, the tracks in Trinidad, and Ralph, Ralph is a part of that. He's something else. There's another artist that we just recently welcomed on from Trinidad, and everyone knows him, Mr. Robert Greenwich. Of course, the steel fan man. Yes. That's right. <laughs> you like Robert Greenwich's music? Of course, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> Robert Greenwich, yeah. Well, I have one last question. The good thing about this broadcast is it's going out all over the world. Thank you very much. So my final question, what would you, Calypso Rose, like to say to the world? Well, first I would say peace. The whole world is in turmoil right now. I don't know wars. Peace. Peace to all the nations. Peace. 
That's all I'm asking. Each and everyone who is listening to this podcast, it is no sense to have any hatred in your heart for your neighbors, your family, your brothers and sisters, your religion, your government. Be peaceful. What we all want today is peace in the world and we will have a better life. Put down all the guns. Put down the drugs. I have seen drugs have destroyed lives of good families. We have kids today. They got to teach the kids to walk in the right and proper way. That they will not fall behind in the hands of the devil. And once I'm going to ask you again, peace. And with peace, you say love. That's all I want, I want to give the whole world. Peace and love. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're so welcome. It's been a pleasure speaking to you, and I look forward to seeing you sing in person. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. We thank you and appreciate you dropping in for the Paul Leslie Hour today. You know, you can help the Paul Leslie Hour in our mission to provide independent media content like this by visiting www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. We truly thank you. This is your announcer speaking. Performance of the Entertainer intro song and Corina Corina outro song courtesy of John Primerano. Well, that's it for today. So until next time, be safe and be good.